Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Returning to you live from the CBS Community Council of Summers in Philadelphia after a uh, we had a bit of a week's hiatus over here. Um, a beautiful trip to the Holy Land, Eretz Yisrael. Back, back in action over here. I missed everyone, and it's good to be back here with everyone and uh, with everyone in our live audience, everyone out there in Zoom space, and of course, WhatsApp land, and... <clears throat> Uh, so everyone wants to know what we're doing this morning. We're not doing Erech Hashem. We wrapped up, before I left, we came to a very uh, nice and, and uh, you know, uh, like a milestone, a nice stopping point and a milestone in the Sefer. We are, are halfway through the material. We finished the second the second section. There's four sections in Erech Hashem. We finished uh, the second right before I left. We have two days left to Shavuos, today and tomorrow. We're not going to embark now on the third section of Derech Hashem, but what we're going to do is that today and tomorrow, we're going to learn through some nice Gemaras to talk about uh, Shavuos. Uh, we're getting ready for Matan Torah, getting ready for Kabbalah Satara, getting ready for the festival of receiving the Torah in Har Sinai. So there's a whole series of Gemaras, Mesech Shabbos, that give us the background and the Agadatic insight into what was going on over here behind the scenes in the story of Kabbalah Satoro during that time when Kleiser was encamped in the desert and uh, was getting ready for this this uh, universe-shifting uh, event. You know, this is so formative in, 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 in everything that came from that point in time and, and onwards and creating Kleiser, forging Kleiser, creating us. Everything that we are goes back to standing there at the foot of Harsinai. So we have a lot of beautiful Gemaras over here. That give us a background that expand on the Harsinai story and the Shulu story. That's what we're going to be doing for the next couple of days. Okay, so these Gemaras are in Mesecha Shabbos. Um, <clears throat> the Agadita kicks in really different on Daf Peiches, on Daf Peivov, and Daf Peizayin. There's a famous Machlekes Rabbi Yisim the Rabbanan. What day did Shavuos occur on? What day did Kabbalah Zatara occur on? We celebrate Shavuos every year on the 6th of Sivan. There's a big machlaikis if back in the Midbar, was it on the 6th of Sivan as we celebrate it, or was it on the 7th of Sivan? Um, that we're not going to get into that right now. But um, after the Gemara wraps that up, that, that debate between Rabbi Yassi and the Rabbanan, the Gemara gets into discussions about uh, about um, Harsinai, Klai Yisrael, and Hashem, and the, 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 the deliverance of the Torah in general. So that's where we're going to be focusing today and tomorrow. And uh, there's a lot to see. There's definitely much more than we're going to be able to see in um, in two days over here. Um, so let's let's uh, happen a few nice pieces. Um, let's go from here. It's a little bit more than halfway down. A little bit more than halfway down. Uh, there's a two dots. It says, Dora Shrib Simoy. This is Peiches Amad Aleph. Peiches Amad Aleph. And there's two dots towards the end of the line, a little bit more than halfway down. Again, it's Dora Shrib Simoy. So, Gemara says like this Dora Shrib Simoy. Bishashik Dimu Yisrael Nasa Lenishma. At the time that Kla Yisrael said Nasa before Nishma, we know. That Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu went around offering first the Torah to all the nations. He went around to everybody, 
before Harsinai, before he finally came and gave it to us, he went around to all the nations. In fact, we saw this in Derech Hashem. We saw this in Derech Hashem. Uh, when he was talking about the differences between the Jews and the Gaim in the first section there. And Ramchal explained how humanity had one last chance. One last chance to become Klai So They had a chance from the creation of Adam Harishon until the Dora Plug, until the Great Dispersal, the Tower of Babel. At that point, Abram was selected from all the other nations of the world. He became a Yid, everyone became Gaim. They had one last chance by our Sinai to make up for that, that bad move and to become uh, the... Uh, the uh, Am Hanifchar together with Klai Yisrael, they could have accepted the Torah, and that was the last chance. It says, "Hashem Misinai Ba Vizarach Meisir Lama Yehapia Mehar Paran Vasa Meirivay Skaidish." So Hashem went around to all the nations, offering them the Torah. And as we mentioned, you know, they're, they're all, they, they, each one after the next, they declined, declined. They said, "Well, what's in there? What's in there? What's in there?" Oh, thou shalt not kill. No, can't do that. Thou shalt not steal. Can't do that one. One after the next, they all just declined, they said, it's not going to work for us. And then Hashem finally arrived to the uh, camp of the Jews in the desert, and Hashem said, hey, would you guys like my Torah? And they said, Nasev and Ishma, we'll take it, no questions asked. Nasev and Ishma. We'll do it, and, and then we'll, we pledge to do it, and then we will, uh, we'll, 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 we'll ask the questions later. They shot first, they asked the questions later. Nasev and Ishma. Now, before we get into the Gemara over here that's going to give us this story um, of Klai Yisrael's unequivocal acceptance of the Torah, let's just remind ourselves the proper understanding of that story. We spoke this out in Derech Hashem, but let's remind ourselves again. It sounds like at the surface when we see the story that, you know, if the Arabs would have said yes, the Arabs would have gotten the Torah. And if if the if, if Esau would have said yes, the Western world, that they would have gotten the Torah. If the Russians would have said yes, they would have gotten the Torah. Persians... They would have gotten the Torah, and what would have been was, wow, we're so lucky, wow, few. that's, we breathe a sigh of relief that everybody said no. And that's not the correct understanding, because that's weird. And it kind of makes it sound like, the only reason we got the chance to accept the Torah, and say, not sin is because everybody else said no. And if they would have said yes, we wouldn't have gotten the Torah. That's a little strange. And Hashem didn't want us to get the Torah. There would have been more than one nation that would have become the Yaman And that's okay. There's room for more than one group of people there in the center stage, room for more than one nation, if they so choose to accept the Torah. That's how we explain it there. Hashem, that is the proper understanding. It's not the Peshat that anyone would have supplanted Klai Yisrael and replaced Klai Yisrael, but there would have been more Klai Yisrael. That's all. The same way if by the generation of the Dor HaFlog, of the Great Dispersal, Abram wouldn't have been alone in accepting the sovereignty and the unity of God. And if he wouldn't have been alone in battling Nimrod, if there would have been more people on his side, again, they all would have been Tamidim of Avram, they all would have been Kala Yisrael, but it was only Avram. So the same thing over here, you know, there, there's room for more than one group of people to accept the Torah. Hashem went to all of them first, and then Hashem came to Kala Yisrael, which he would have anyway. So the Gemara says like this, at that moment in time, Shekdimu Yisrael Nasal Anishma, the Kala Yisrael said, Nasal Anishma, Six hundred thousand malachim came. Six hundred thousand malachim came down from Shemaim when they accepted the Torah. To each and every Jew, these malachim gave two crowns. It got one crown for saying we shall do, and one crown for saying and we shall. Listen. 
Akivan Shachatu Yisroel, once they sinned, where did they sin? They sinned, they sinned by the golden calf, by the Cheda Ego. Yordu Meva Esrim Rivay Malachi Chavola, 120,000, sorry, 1.2 million angels of destruction came down. That's twice the amount of angels. Upirkum, and they took the crayons off. Shanemar, as it says, Vayisnatsu B'nei Yisroel Es Edya Mehar Chayriv. Kleisro removed their adornments at, at Harsinai. Okay. Um, so what just happened? So a couple things. When Kleisro said Nasev and Nishma was obviously a big celebration in Shemaim. Everyone's very excited about this. So exciting that Kleisro says Nasev and Nishma that we received each and every one of us, each and every uh, each and every one of the 600,000 Jews that said Nasev and Nishma 600,000 men above the age of 20 that said, Nazav Nishma, we shall do it, we shall listen. Each of them got two crowns. Two crowns. One for Nasa and one for Nishma. And each got two crowns from the Malachim. How many Malachim came down? 600,000, one for each Jew. And each Jew got two crowns from those Malachim. Then, unfortunately, when 40 days later, they committed one of the most atrocious crimes in history, in the history of crimes, Cheda Egel, the golden calf. They frolicked and made merry over there. 1.2 million Malachim came down, 1,200,000 Malachim came down and removed those grants. So, let's first do the numbers. They got two crowns from 600,000 Malachim. That means each Malach gave every year how many crowns? Two. Came time to remove the crowns. 1.2 million malachim came down. Each, each malachim removed how many crowns? One. Very good. That's why there's double the amount of malachim for the removal. The malachim, angels of destruction. And what you see is, uh, for some reason, it only requires one malach to put on two crowns, but to take off the crowns, you need two malachim. <coughs> the removal of each crown requires a separate malach. It's a harder job. Do they do two averas? They do two averas. They do two Good. Good questions. Um, so the, the first question that has to be asked over here is why? Why is there a, a difference in you know in, in, in the in the numbers? Is, is it indeed easier to put on the crayons than it is to take off the crayons? The, the, the Klai Yisrael fought with them. They fought with the malachim. That's why they needed two two malachim to come, two malachim to, to wrestle with each yid, you know, for each of those crayons. Why putting on the crayons only requires one malachim? One malachim puts on two crayons. And taking off the crayons requires two malachim, one for each crayon. Another question we got to ask on this Gemara is, um, what does it mean altogether that we were zeichet to crayons? Why do you get a crayon for saying Nasev and Ishma? Why, why does that merit crayons? I mean, we should get a badge of honor. We should get a nice ring. We should get a good pair of slippers for that. Ruby slippers. <laughs> To get a cigar, get one cigar for each 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 word. So get one cigar for NASA, one cigar for Nishma. Why crowns? Why are we getting crowns? So many different things we could get, right? And what these crowns symbolize? They're not physical crowns, no. right? Very good, very good. Oh. That leads us to that, that goes hand in hand with this question. And why only men? Why only men? What happens to the women and the children? And Let's ask one more question. I think this is the biggest question over here. Why, why were they taken away from the people that didn't participate? Everyone participated. 
Shevet Levi didn't participate. Okay, that's an excellent question. Excellent question. Arthur is asking what happened to Shevet Levi. So the truth is, it's not so clear that Shevet Levi is even being addressed over here. Shevet Levi didn't participate. Shevet Levi has their own separate accounting. Shevet Levi does get accounted separately. So we may, in fact, not even be talking about Shevet Levi over here. Arthur's right. Arthur, Arthur, who proudly hails from Shevet Levi. The 600,000 number, generally, is with the exclusion of Shevet Levi, the tribe of Levi. But let's ask the biggest question over here on this Gemara. The famous well-known Gemara. We got two crowns, one for Nasa, one for Nishma. Why crowns? Why one for Nasa? Why one for Nishma? Get one crown for Nasa and for Nishma. Why does it take one Malach to put both on, two Malachim to take two off? The final question is, this is, I think, the, 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 the whopper of the week, this question. How do you wear two crowns? Anybody ever tried wearing two crowns? Hard enough wearing one crown. Anybody here put a crown on? Who had a chance over here ever to put a crown on? Put it on top not, not, not lately. Not lately. Not lately. Not since you stole them from uh, Burger King. From Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, a crown is a heavy thing and it's designed to fit on the head, right? Um, I put a, someone's trimal on once. I don't know how people wear these things. You know, it was, you have to, your whole center of gravity changes. Like you, it's shifting and it's rocking and rolling around on your head the whole time. You know, it could be it didn't fit me so well. Maybe I have to go to a better strimal fitter. But uh, you wear a crown. It's a heavy thing. And it's designed to fit on your head. Um, but once it's on your head, it's on your head. <coughs> it takes up the crown space on your head. How do you wear two crowns? How do you wear two crowns? One on each shoulder. <clears throat> so what's going on over here? See, these are all the questions over here. This is a very perplexing Gemara. such a well-known Gemara. But so perplexing when we stop and think about it. Why did Dafka get in crowns? And why one for Nasa and one for Nishma? And why is one Malach give the two crowns and two Malachim are there to each remove one of the two crowns? And how do you wear two crowns? This is what we have to discuss this morning in trying to understand this Gemara properly. Um, So let's try to put these questions together. <clears throat> um, I think to answer this question, let's skip down a few lines and see one more line the Gemara says about Nasa Vinishma. No, well, let's read. Well, let's not skip. Let's just re- let's read straight there. Let's go quickly. At Harsinai, they got the crowns at Harsinai, they lost the crowns. After they lost the crowns, Moshe got all the crowns. It says right after they lost the crowns, the Moshe took the tent. It means he scooped up all the crowns, he got the crowns. That's, that's really weird. That means Moshe is wearing 600,000 crowns. 602. 600,002. The Rebbein Shalom will give us these crowns back. In, in days yet to come, we're going to get these crowns back again. Those who have been redeemed by God will return to Zion with a song and an eternal happiness will be on their heads. The happiness that they had a long time ago, that's the crowns, they'll be back on their head again. This is what we want. 
When Klai put the Nasa before the Nishma, Yatsa Baskov Amara Lahen Mi Gila Lebonai Razet. A Baskol, a heavenly voice came forth from the Shemaim and said, Who revealed to my children Razet this secret? Shemalachi Asharis Mishtamshin Bay that the Malachim are able to manipulate. The Malachim know. Who revealed this secret to my ch- children down here on earth that only till now the Malachim knew about? Dixiv. Baruch Hashem, Malachim Gibare Kayach Oisei Devaroi. Bless Hashem, O angels, the war, mighty warriors um, who do Hashem's will. Lishmaya Bekol Devaroi. It says to listen to Hashem's word. Bereisha Oisei Vahadur Lishmaya. That Pazik also first says they do, and then it says they listen. So this idea of Nasev and Ishma, we find by the Malachim as well. <coughs> Nasev and Ishma. Nasev and Ishma. Okay, so when Klaisel said Nasev and Ishma, it's Taka, a pretty big moment in, 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 in world events, in world history, and it shakes up the very heavens, and from the very heavens issues this Pascal that says, who revealed the secret to my children? So that's the Klaisel. The secret... That till now only the Malachim knew about this. Lishmaya bekol devaroi nasa v'nishma. We put the nasa before the nishma. Only the Malachim knew about this. Who, 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 who let Klai Yisrael in on this? How did they know about this? So you see from this Gemara that the flat thickens over here. That there is something very significant to the fact that they said nasa v'nishma, and in meriting those crowns, and, and that's linked to the fact that till now only the Malachim knew about this ruz, this secret. There's something very top secret about this saying Nasa and then saying Nishma. And that's why the... Um, statement of Klai Yisrael is clearly given such high uh, 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 accordance and is given like the, this 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 uh, amazing um, awe and a- a- acknowledgement over here that we're just blown away by the fact that we said they said that we said it that they get two crayons, there's something that, that heretofore only the Malachim know about. <clears throat> so, um, the Gemara is asking a rhetorical question, but that rhetorical question also needs an answer then. There's something huge about saying Nasa v'nishma, we will do and we will listen, and so huge that only the Malachim know about it, and, and, and the Baskal asked the question, who revealed the secret to my children? The Gemara doesn't answer the question. Taka, who, who revealed it to Klai Yisrael? How does Klai Yisrael know about this? Nasa v'nishmat. If only, only the Malachim know about this, till now, as the Pasuk testifies, Gibari k'ech oisa davari l'shmoya b'kol davari, they're oisa and then they're shemeya. Only the Malachim know about this secret. How do the Yid know about it? Taka, who revealed it to Klai Yisrael? Who revealed it to them? I don't know. Where does the Gemara say that? Where says that Moshe told them? I don't know. Maybe Miriam told them. Maybe Yaakov told them. Who told them? Where the Gemara doesn't answer the question. Gemara doesn't answer the question over here. The Gemara says it like rhetorically that the Basco said from Shemaim, "Mi gila raza labanai." We all this is another famous Gemara that everybody knows that about. "Mi gila raza labanai." Who revealed the secret to my children? And we're very impressed. We're very very impressed and blown away by Klai Yisrael how much they were able to do. But the, 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 the answer is not given. How did they know this? And 
On the one hand, that makes it very impressive that Klai Yisrael says Nasev and Ishma, and we, we get it, okay, so that, yeah, they're, they're saying something, only the Malachim know about, they for sure get the crayons. Um, but how do they know about it? Attack, who, who told them? Who told them? Migila Raza Labanai. Hashem is like almost bewildered. And if the Malachim say the same thing, we're the Malachim's crayons. More than saying we're the, the Malachim were crayons. Malachim are saying this. This says, Malachim also do Nasev and Nishma. But the crown is something that one has to earn. Okay, good. Because no way of earning Very it. nice, okay. It's just machines. Okay, excellent. So we're on the right track. Good. We're thinking We're thinking uh, straight over here. We're thinking straight. We know... To, to people, to the Israel, Hashem gave crowns as a gesture of goodwill. Not because they earned by doing something extraordinary. Okay, you've done this tremendous thing. Here are your crowns. So far, we, we, we didn't do anything. Well, the verse is we said Nasev and Ishma. So, so the final question... Except that. Um, I guess if we're saying this, and, and this shakes up the universe, because only the Malachim knows about this till now, and so we're getting crayons saying something the Malachim would, are, are doing, so one would think that the Malachim certainly should have crayons for this. If we're getting crayons saying something that only the Malachim know about, Malachim certainly should have crayons, but we know the Malachim don't have these crayons, but we saw a Gemara in Chagigo, that there's Malachim that, that form crayons, take tefillahs, make them into crayons, and put those crayons on Hashem, but the Malachim themselves don't wear those crayons. So, we saw a little bit further, we did see that this is a huge statement, Nasev and Ishma. Um, and, and, and that something is a secret that only the Malachim know about um, but again the, 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 uh, this revealing more questions maybe still in the meantime than answers that uh, we're talking did we get it from and the um, excuse me the Malachim themselves we find do not we do not find that they got crayons for this so let's try to put all of this together put all of this together. Why are we getting crowns? Why one crown for each statement? How do you wear two crowns? And where do we know about this from? And why the Malachim not have crowns for this? Um, so it's like this. Many of these questions <coughs> actually answer them, them themselves up, which in general, you know, when we try to learn well, try to ask the right questions, we find that the questions present the answers to us, and the questions reveal the Mahalach to us, the questions let us see what's really going on. And putting all these questions together, this is what emerges Rabbi Yisrael. <clears throat> Let's begin with maybe the question of um, how do you wear two crayons? How exactly do you wear two crayons? And that has to go side by side, the questions of um, why one for Nasa, one for Nishma, what's the significance of saying Nasa and Nishma? And here, we can invoke a vart from the base Halevi, who makes an observation on this Gemara. I think we take this vart from the base Halevi, puts a lot of things together for us. He makes an observation on the Gemara, and he asks a question. It says, B'shashik dimu Klai Yisrael Nasa l'nishma. And Klai Yisrael put Nasa before Nishma. It doesn't say B'shash Amru Nasa v'nishma. That's when they said Nasa v'nishma. We will do, and then we'll hear. And, and, and that really speaks for itself. <clears throat> um, you know, Nasev and Ishmael, yeah, we know they're saying unequivocally they accept the Torah. Whatever it is, we'll, 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 we'll do it. 
without any questions asked. <clears throat> Give us the information later, but Nasa, we're ready to pledge ourselves to doing it. We're going to do whatever it is. So that's the Pajshat and the Gemara, certainly, that they, where all the other nations said very casually, well, first let's hear what it's all about, and they said, well, we'll think about it. Klaisel says, Nasa v'nishma, whatever it is we buy in Shalom, it's good, you know, we're willing to do it, and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna listen. Beis Levi wants to know, why does it say Higdimu, though? Why does it say Higdimu? They put Nasa before Nishma. Even without emphasizing Higdimu, it's clear from Nasa and Nishma that they're signing up unequivocally. And even if, let's say, they would have said Nishma Vanasa, that also would be clear. Nishma Vanasa. What was the major difference between the Kleister and the rest of the nations? All the nations, before they gave any consent, they first asked, well, you know, what's, you, Hashem said, would you like this Torah? All the other nations say, what? What's in the Torah? Let's, let's talk. Let's negotiate. Let's handle would you like to buy my car? Well, let me test it out. Let me drive it. Let's see what's, what it's like under the hood. Right? You want to buy a watch? Well, you know, is this authentic? Not authentic? So, you know, does it, it work? It doesn't work. Keeps accurate time. You want to buy this computer? Let, let, let's, let me bring it to the computer guy. Let me bring this car to the mechanic. So clearly, I don't trust you if I have to have something checked out. If you say, do you want this Torah? And I say, well, what's in the Torah? I don't trust you. That was all the other nations, and, and they ended up rejecting it because they were not so happy with all the instructions there. Klaisol says, we'll take it unequivocally. We don't, you know, we know it's coming from you, God, we trust you. A, you don't have to tell me that they were mocked in Nasev and Nishman. B, even if they would have just said, if the, if the whole, so let's say the whole, the whole, um, impressive element of this whole story is from the fact that they were willing to accept the Torah, no questions asked, they could have said, Nishma Vanasa also. Nishma Vanasa. We'll, we'll learn and then we'll perform. We'll do everything. They still don't know what's in there. They still don't know what they're signing up for. But they're saying, yes, we want the whole thing. Nishma Vanasa. We'll learn Kol Tarakula and we'll perform Kol Tarakula. The faith that it was the correct thing to do. Exactly. And we would have seen that same faith even if they would have said Nishma Vanasa. So basically he says an idea like this. You say Nasa and Nishma, in Nasa itself is already the Nishma. In Nasa is the Nishma. Because if I say, yeah, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, so it's self understood that I have to be Nishma, right? You ask me, Arthur, you know, you say, yeah, I need a lot of things done this afternoon in my house. And I say, Nasa, I'm there, I'll, I'll, I'll help you, I'll do it for you. It's, it's self understood and it's implicit that what? that I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. That I can't come over and do what I want to do, then I'm not doing what you want me to do. If I say, yeah, Nasa, I'll do it. I'm here to do it. It's self-understood that I'm also going to follow all the instructions because I have to get instructions to know what to do. So in Nishma, in Nasa, we already hear Nishma. It's Nishma in the Nasa, a Nishma. The Nishma is Nishma in the Nasa. So even if they would have just said Nasa, Nasa, we'll do it. We know the Nishma. So why are they saying Nasa in Nishma? What do we hear when they say Nasa and Nishma? Says the Beis Halevi, half of a fellow, Eisner idea, beautiful idea. In Nasa, we already hear the Nishma. They're saying we're going to do this, they're pledging, they're going to learn. Because if they don't learn, there's nothing to do. They're saying we're going to accept it on your terms, Rebbein Shalalem. That's already understood in the Nasa. So what's the Nishma afterwards? Nishma means what? To study, to learn. To learn Torah. But that's already there in the Nasa. 
if they're saying nishma after the nasa, even though it's understood there has to be nishma for the nasa, they're saying not only we're going to learn Torah in order to perform the mitzvahs, not only we're going to learn the halachas to carry out those halachas, nishma we're going to learn Torah just to learn Torah. We want to learn Torah just for the sake of learning Torah itself. We want knowledge for the sake of knowledge. We want to pour over the Holy Torah and the Talmudic texts just for the sake of learning up the Holy Torah and the Talmudic texts. In other words, Torah Lishma. Learning Torah just for the sake of Torah itself. There's learning, Amanas Lasais, learning in order to perform, and there's learning just to learn. And we know that as Klai Yisrael, as Yidin, people that have the Torah, so much importance is attached to what? Learning Torah Lishma. We dive and we give ourselves brachas that we should be Zoycha to learn the Torah for its own sake, for Torah's sake. What does it mean learning for Torah's sake? Even if I'm never going to perform this. Even if I know the halachas already, I'm going to review them. Even if I'm never going to be a kind working in the base of Mikdash, I'm never, ever, ever going to be a kind who's going to eat truma. Let me learn the sukkahs about truma. Let me learn Tahiris, let me learn Zrayim. Let me learn all the sublime esoteric and abstract areas of Torah, even though I'm never going to perform them. They're never going to ask me if it's a pask and a shiloh. I know what happens with the cow that gores the ox, the ox gores the cow, and this is worth this much, that's worth that much. I'm never going to pask another shilas. But I'm going to learn them anyway because it's part of Hashem's Hela Torah. Nishma. That's Nishma. We're learning in order to learn. For the sake of learning. Says the Beis HaLevi, Nasev and Nishma, when we have Klaiso saying, we shall do, and then we'll learn, the second statement that we'll learn is an acceptance and a statement and a testimony for eternity of we want the Torah in such a way that we're going to be learning Torah just for Torah's sake itself. If they only would have said Naseh, yes, they're saying we're going to, it's including the Naseh that they're going to learn, but learning in order to perform. Or if they would have said Nishma v'Naseh, it would have been the same thing, Nishma will learn v'Naseh, and, and perform, we're learning in order to perform. We still don't hear any element of learning Torah for its own sake, just for the sake of learning Torah itself. We say, Naseh v'Nishma, since Nas includes a Nishma, as we mentioned, by saying we're going to do it, they, they have to perform. Nishma is now learning for, for learning's sake itself. So this is a vart, an isolated vart of, of the Beis By isolated, I mean, the Beis is not saying this to answer all the, of the questions that we asked. Beis he says is to what answer the question of Higdimu, B'Shosh Higdimu. Now the Gemara makes beautiful sense, that, 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 that observation of the Beis Levi. The Gemara says, B'Shosh Higdimu Klaiso Naseh Nishma. When Klaiso put the Nasa before the Nishma, that's when they got all these grants. Because if they would have said Nishma v'Nasa, we only hear them saying, "Yeah, we'll learn in order to perform." But where do we hear this idea of learning to, for learning to take itself? That's when they put the Nasa before the Nishma. Very cleverly, they said Nasa and Nasa. There has to be a Nishma. So what's the Nishma after the Nasa? We want to learn Torah just for the sake of learning Torah. So that's why the Gemara says Hikdimu. And this Yisoid from the Beis Halevi, we can take now this Yisoid and return to all the questions that we asked earlier, and really, I think, enrich this Gemara, make this Gemara very powerful, very amazing, very beautiful, and the Gemara that we can take right into Shavuos, but it's late, so I think we'll do the second half of this tomorrow. So the first half we just have, a, we, we have for now, not just, we have a, 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 a very strong, solid, solid Varfan Beis HaLevi telling us it was all about the Higdimu, <laughs> that in the Nasa there's an implied Nishma, so the Nishma that comes after the Nasa is saying that there's Kabbalah Torah on two levels. We accept the Torah in order to know how to perform it, 
And then we want Torah knowledge and Torah study just for Torah knowledge and Torah study itself, even if we're not going to perform it. And Mitzvah Hashem tomorrow we will now carry this back, this vart, this idea to all the other questions we asked. Everyone should have a wonderful today. Thank you for joining.